Hi friends, I'm not going to be able to put my show out until Thursday, probably afternoon this week because of scheduling, but I was riding to work and put on YouTube the version of the State of the Union that I usually listen to. It takes out all the applause lines so you can just get through the whole thing quickly. And since today is typically podcast day, I thought I would go ahead and just give you some thoughts on the State of the Union fairly shortly. I always want to begin with that caveat that state of the unions are important. They're never, they're never important. They never change anything. Everyone will forget it will have happened today. Sometime today, everyone will forget last night was the state of the union. That's what, with every president. They're just not important events. And then also the caveat, government isn't life. Politics isn't life. Presidents and politics will never really change your life all that much. You will change your life all that much. These are, th- this is a, a marginal part of life, but it has some effect. And so it deserves some attention but I don't want to talk about it as if it is the center of all things. It is not. Here are just some things I came away with. One, I don't like how the jobs and growth numbers are presented. Because I'm a, I'm a statistician, not by trade, but by, uh, not even by training, but by self-training. I love stats and the math that is data. And when we talk about jobs and economic growth in historic terms without context, it, it seems dishonest and we don't want to be dishonest people. We want to interpret the world accurately and rightly. So for example, when a politician like the president did say that we're at historic growth rates and historic job growth rates. Okay. Well, hold on context. We turned the economy off. We, we said everybody, you you can't work and we can't have growth. We're actually going to on purpose, put the economy into a coma. We're going to wreck our financial lives on purpose. And now, for the, the reason for that, you guys can judge your, yourselves if it was justified or not. I, I want to leave that out. So that, that's uh, analogous to this. It's me moving along, making good money, and then for 18 months, deciding I'm going to quit. I'm going to make zero dollars. And then when I decide to restart, I actually work three jobs and work 70 hours a week as opposed to the 40 I was working before. I could report to you, now I'm at historic job growth. I'm at historic income growth. And it's true. It's incredible that it's true. But the only reason that it's true is that I turned off my economy. I turned off my my income growth. I turned off my job growth artificially. And by the way, we're not even at we're not at the same jobs numbers. We're not at the same adjusted rate for GDP growth that we were previous to the pandemic. So it's dishonest. It's important that we live in the accurate world when, when jobs and growth are discussed. Two, there was a line I heard there about, uh, don't want to raise your costs. I want to raise your wages. Okay, cool. Because we are in a, we're in a real inflation Spiral. I mean, it's it's all hurting us. It's it's in everything. You you feel it. You feel it at the grocery store. You feel it when you pump gas. Those of you trying to rent a new place or buy a new house or build a house, the inf- the inflation is there. It's real, and so our costs are higher than they've ever been. But then some of the ideas presented there are, and, and some of the ideas that are left out are are not helpful to cutting those costs. For example, one of the things sounded very much like the previous administration. We want to have everything America made, made in America. All right. Well, Americans make more. They make more than the Chinese. They make more than the Indians. They make more than the 
the Polynesians, we, when we manufacture things overseas, we actually save a ton of money. Consider the iPhone that I am re- recording into right now. All the materials that make it up, the semiconductors, the silver, all of, all of the computer chips, they're made all over the world. Some of the highest tech is made here, but ultimately sent mostly to China to be manufactured, assembled, and then sent back to us. And if we did that here... We're talking about not $1,000 iPhones, but probably $2,000 iPhones because of the labor costs incurred. Even the idea of trying to increase your unions. Unions have uh, some role in history, but that's going to make things more expensive. That doesn't help with our costs. So there there was ideas mentioned that are specifically going to raise costs, but then there were ideas left out. Like maybe stop pushing money into the economy. The, The primary reason that we're having, the inflation that we're having, is that starting with a Republican Congress and a Republican president, we spent $6 trillion we don't have and just pumped it out in the economy. Just sent people checks that didn't need checks. Increased unemployment. We did, what else did we do? Child tax credits. Like it was just, here's a ton of money. And so we had, and while we were doing that, we were also saying, if you need to take a moratorium on paying your rent, if you need to stop paying your student loans, so we're eliminating your costs while giving you more money. Yeah, we're going to put too much money into the economy for the same amount of goods or too few goods because we have so many people not working because of the pandemic. They're not making more goods. Of course, you're going to cause inflation. So by maybe maybe saying we're going to pull back on stop on all of our spending plans, that would be helpful for cutting down costs. And then maybe the most important one, we, we have a problem here on gas prices and it's going to be sustained if we don't have long-term 10, 15, 20, 30 year plans on increasing our own domestic production. One of the first things that happened in 2021, early in the year, was the administration cut off a, a key pipeline that wouldn't have been helpful right now. It probably wouldn't have been helpful a year from now, but it's a long-term solution so that we cannot ship in all kinds of oil, that we can produce our own, which of course what you've been seeing now has foreign policy implications as well. These are all ideas either left out or mentioned that are not geared towards cutting our costs and dealing with inflation. You know, ultimately, I, I suspect people are smart enough to know if their dollar is... It, people are smart enough to know their own financial situation. And being told by an authority figure, hey, your financial situation is better than you think it is. Well, we actually are the ones paying the bills. We know. We know our financial situation. You, you, can't, you can't trick us into thinking things are better than they are. So there was the jobs thing. There was a the cost thing. Two more. I, I, guess, I guess I'm going to choose to celebrate. Like it's the same thing going on with COVID stuff right now where a lot of folks who reacted irrationally are coming around to just being reasonable and having multi-factor analysis on how we handled public health. But I also had the, the leader of a party who spent the last two years telling me we, we don't have an immigration problem. We, we don't have a, a southern border with a, a crisis of people coming through it and, and going there. And spending the last two years saying, defund the police. I guess declare defeat because... When you have a section of the speech that's about securing the borders and saying, we don't want to defund the police, we want to fund the police and equip and train the police, that might as well have been Ron DeSantis from the governor of Florida. That might as well have been Mitt Romney on the stage. That is not the messaging of the last couple years. 
it, I know the instinct for some folks is to say they, they need to publicly acknowledge and apologize for saying those very stupid things. Yeah, that would be great. It'd be great if they were honest enough to say, hey, we've been pushing this really destructive, idiotic, moronic idea. Hey, our bad. Of course we shouldn't defund the police. Of, of course there should be police in the streets. Uh, and, and of course there should be a secure border that we know who's coming into our country and not. Yes, it'd be awesome. You're not getting that. So I'm going to take the the win of them declaring last night, okay, yeah, these were dumb. We, we allowed the insanity of the last five, six years to push us into insanity, our own version of it, and come back into just normal, reasonable reality. I'm, I'm going to take that win. And what was the last one? Oh, yeah. Okay. There have been some weird euphemisms for abortion over the years. But the one used last night about maternal health care, it is one of the weirdest. Like when you disembody the process by calling it reproductive health care, it, it, it does not bestow office upon the, the patient. Calling it maternal health care, there's an admission here, an, an admission that this is a mother, not the, uh, not the, the not just a womb. This is not just a, a, a body holding another set of cells. Using the word maternal is particularly weird because it turns that woman, that woman's a mother and is taking action to no longer be a mother. And that, that action is the killing of a, of a life living inside of her and growing and advancing. It is worth mentioning that that kind of policy put forward it's, it is so radical even historically. In my lifetime, we went from Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton saying, heck, Barack Obama saying, we want abortion to be safe, legal, and rare. That, that was the stance, safe, legal, and rare. That was a wrong stance too. But that's where it was even 15 years ago. And now it is abortion at any time for any reason is, is not just allowed it's a moral good. You're brave, and you should be celebrated that if at any point, for any reason, you have a doctor kill your kid, you should be celebrated. While they may have, while this particular party has maybe turned back on the police and turned back on immigration and maybe on COVID, they're still way out there on what is our currently our worst national sin, just the mass killing of children. All right. I said to about, I thought it would be about 10 minutes and that's what it's been. I will have an entire show that will not talk about the state of the union at all coming out tomorrow at some point. Thanks for listening to the Corey Truax show. I'll be back tomorrow with the full show until then, everybody peace and love.